Hello, thank you for joining us again. At this moment, we are going to consider about the mark of the beast. What is the mark of the beast? In our time, we have a lot of confusion. What is the mark of the beast? Actually, it is not an outward symbol which is being formed upon every man against his will. If you could not refuse to accept that mark, then God is warning to not accept it could be meaningless. So those who refuse to accept the mark of the peace that is the sign of authority or affiliation are described as they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus Christ as recorded in Revelation chapter 14 verses 12. It is those that have received the seal of God as recorded in Revelation chapter 7 verses 3 to 4, Revelation chapter 14 verses 1. And they are victorious over the mark of the beast. So also Revelation chapter 15 verses 2 uh, says that they are victorious. Also you can consider Daniel chapter 3. So the mark of the beast includes the transgressions of God's law. Uh, James chapter 2 verses 10. So because the seal of God is sign of the authorities found in the Ten Commandments, so the mark of the beast will be received on the forehead or in the hand. As recorded in Revelation chapter 13 verse 17, Revelation chapter 14 verse 9. So the forehead symbolizes awareness, belief, knowledge, our intellectual faculties, we are aware of it. So the hand symbolizes man's actions, that is, to be keeping or not keeping the commandments. This is also shown in Deuteronomy chapter 11 verses 8. And 18. You love your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Okay, compare with Deuteronomy chapter 13, verses 1 to 6, where it takes and it talks about the keeping of the Ten Commandments. So you obey God, you trust Him with all your mind, with all your soul. So whosoever understands the requirements and the, the institution of the Fourth Commandments, of which God states is the sign of His authority, and yet rejects it, and instead honors what Rome has established as its sign of authority, the Sunday, the same will accept the sign of affiliation with Rome. That is the mark of the beast. Sunday law, worshiping on Sunday. When it comes by law, if you decide to worship on that national Sunday law which shall be passed, then you receive the mark of the beast. So not until the establishment of a national Sunday law, when a man will have to choose between the commandments of God and the commandments of men. Will those that continue in translation receive the mark of the beast then? For the sincere Sunday, for the sincere Sunday keeper, the throne uprise. The times of his ignorance God winked at, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. Let the people now repent and come back to God. Acts chapter 17, verse 30. The seal of God. What is the seal of God? A seal is also synonym of a, a sign or a seal. It's used in the same meaning in the Bible. For instance, you can see Romans chapter 4 verse 11. You can see a symbol used in Abraham. A sign of circumcision, a seal of circumcision. An official seal or a stamp shows the following. It must have the name of the lawgiver. It's of his official position and the territory in which he rules. For instance, you can say Abraham Lincoln, that is the name of the Rogiva, the president of the United States of America. It's of his official position, you can say that uh, 
is of official position to know him as the president. The name of the lawgiver is Abraham Lincoln. The name of the lawgiver is Donald Trump. His official position, the president. The territory in which he rules, the United States of America. So the seal of God is connected with his law and is found in the fourth commandments. Exodus chapter 20 verse 8 to 11. The Bible says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, not thy son, not thy daughter, not thy maid servant, not thy maid servant, not thy cattle, not thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and allowed it. Compare uh, Exodus chapter 31 verse 13, Exodus chapter 31 verse 17 and 18. So, even though all commandments are equal, of equal importance in the sight of God, James chapter 2 verse 10, we found the mark of the seal of God only in the fourth commandment which says that the name of God is the Lord thy God. That's the name of God. The name of the Lord thy God is the name of God. The title is that he is the creator. His dominion is in heaven and the sea and all that is in them. That is in heaven and the earth. So the Bible speaks of the Sabbath as the everlasting sign of God. The Bible says in the book of, uh, it says in the book of Exodus chapter 31 verse 13, the Bible speaks of the Sabbath as a veracing sign of God, where it says, Verily my Sabbath you shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations. That's a eternal sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may, you may know that I am the Lord that he does sanctify you. You can also compare with uh, verse 16 and verse 17 of uh, Exodus chapter 31, verse 16 and 17. Also in Ezekiel chapter 20 verses 12 and verses 20. So Jesus says, think not, that, think not that I am come to destroy the law. Yes, Jesus never came to destroy the law. Think not that I am come to destroy the law. All the prophets, I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, theory heaven and earth pass. One jot or one title shall in no wise pass from the law. Till or be fulfilled. Matthew chapter 5, verse 17 and 18. Till heaven and earth. The law of God stands forever. He did not come to change the laws of the prophets. No. There was someone who came to Jesus and asked him, actually, Good master, what, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? Jesus answered, If thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. Thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 to 19. So the seventh-day Sabbath is an integral part of God's law, a weekly reminder of Christ as our creator and a redeemer, and also as a sign of victory over sin. Jesus Christ is our creator and our redeemer. Uh, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by Him, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. That's what it reminds us that God created. It reminds us Jesus Christ is our Creator. He was in the beginning with the Father, and He came and lived among us. So similar to the promised rest of Israel at their entrance into the land of Canaanite, the Sabbath is a reminder of the promised land. A Sabbath rest in heaven, at the entrance into the heavenly canon. 
Second Peter chapter 3 verses 13, compare this verses Second Peter chapter 3 verses 13, Hebrews chapter 11 verses 10, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 16, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 39, Hebrews chapter 11 verses 40, Revelation chapter 21 verses 2. Uh, actually, uh, in the entrance into the heavenly canony, which will take place at the return of Jesus Christ, we shall find as recorded in Hebrews chapter 3 verses 10 to 19, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 to 11 is the Bible rest spoken. It's also compared with Deuteronomy chapter 4, Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 1 to 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 1 to 11, that is after the wandering of 6,000 years in the desert of human history, since the fall of man in paradise so we shall be uh, taken back to heaven so if you go through the trap of adding the time span for each mentioned generation recorded in the bible uh, starting with adam you will come up with a total of about 4000 years arriving at the time of jesus christ you can uh, look for an atlas to see like an atlas written by Germans, uh, you can look for an atlas which can guide you. So here with, we can also see uh, clearly that we are in the completion of the sixth millennium of the history of mankind as has been foretold by God. <laughs> so regarding the return of Christ, the Bible says one day in which the Lord has a thousand years and a thousand years has one day. So Second Peter chapter 3 verse 8 speaks so. So do you realize now that it is now it's near even at the doors? Matthew chapter 24 verse 33. Uh, 6,000 years ended in two, the year 2000. We are living in a professionally time. So in the New Testament, God's people are called spiritual Israel, which by faith has received a spiritual circumcision of the earth. That's Colossians chapter 2 verse 11 to 12, Romans chapter 2 verses 28 to 29, Galatians chapter 3 verse 6 to 9, Galatians chapter 3 verses 28 and 29, uh, Galatians chapter 5 verses 6, Galatians chapter 6 verse 15, Romans chapter 11 verse 25, this is Christ, uh, spiritual Israel, 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 and 10. So the new covenant with uh, Christ co uh, causes in each person a new creation through his creative power. So by the prophet Jeremiah, this very fact was foretold. But, the, but this shall be the covenant that I will make with the children of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts, and write it in their hearts, and will be their God, and they shall be my people. Jeremiah chapter 31 verses 31 to 33. So consequently, God's people will always uphold his law. And the dragon was wrought with the woman, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 12 verse 17. So the pure woman church here in the prophecy symbolizes a pure church. A arrow church which is represented by four church as depicted in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 2, Ezekiel chapter 16, Revelation chapter 17 verse 18. It shows that uh, these are fallen churches. A uh, fallen church is an arrow church. Now we understand that it is meant by the three angels, what is meant by the three angels' messages or Revelation chapter 14, whereby, number one, it tells us that the judgment is near and the decision regarding our eternal life is now taking place in heaven, as recorded in Revelation chapter 14, verse 6 to 7. They tell that the Protestant also has fallen, 
and according to Revelation chapter 18 verse 1 to 5, it's become the habitation of devils, the churches have fallen far away, and the whole of every foul spirit. It's now second second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses chapter 2, verses 3 downward says, Let no man deceive you. And that means, for that the day of the Lord shall not come, except it shall come by falling away first, and that man of sin, that's the Antichrist, the Pope, shall be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposed and exalted himself above all that is called God. So that he has God sitting in the temple of God. He falling away first of charges. The charges are fallen. That is papro. They are fallen very deep and far away. So it tells us that Protestantism also has fallen, as recorded in verses 8. And it's become the habitation of devils and the whole of every foul spirit. To every upright Christian, uh, his people, whom he calls, the angel appears to say, Come out of our my people, that you be not partakers of our sins, and that you receive not of our pricks. Coronavirus and other diseases which are happening actually are caused by the devil. They are representing what is to come in the future. The pricks of God are coming after the mark of the beast, after the decision has been passed by these foreign churches. A very serious and loving warning from God to the entire world is that come out of our my people, that you be not partakers of our sins, and that you receive not of our pricks. Or that we worship the papacy or the pope and his image, Sunday worship, when they submit to the pleasure to keep Sunday holy against their uh, better judgment, we receive the mark of the beast and serve eternal death in the consequence. Revelation chapter 14, verse 9 to 11. So, number four, we realize that uh, verses 12 says that show, uh, it shows us that uh, the group of people that do not receive the mark of the beast and they are they that keep all the commandments of God, including the Bible, Sabbath of the seventh day. And the faith of Jesus Christ, they walk as Jesus Christ walked. First John, chapter two, six. So may God bless you. Thank you for joining. Share this gospel message, the mark of the beast. Find us on Facebook, on Twitter, and YouTube. Adventist Angels Watchman Radio. My name, Evangelist King Osim from the Horn of Africa. Peace.